the Messy Backend, where experts share customized business advice and tips about all the messy stuff that goes on behind the beautifully branded front end of entrepreneurship. This is where most businesses fail, so we're here to help you save time, make money, and succeed. And now your host of The Messy Backend, Sheila J. Davis and Nate Tucker. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in. My name is Dana Ferrand and I am subbing in for the amazing Nate today. We have a wonderful show in store for you because as Dave Ramsey once said, you must gain control over your money or the lack of it will forever control you. Our expert today is Rachel Jenks. She's a time and money management coach who helps moms create financial abundance in their business while creating more time with their families. She uses a three-step framework, which includes time creation, profit maximization, and a kick-a strategy. She's a mom of six who founded Moms on the Rise to help their moms find work-life balance so that they could have the same time and freedom and financial stability. And you'll hear real questions and stories from real entrepreneurs with real messy backends. Our expert will share their experience, expertise, and the tools they suggest to get it all cleaned up. If you are an entrepreneur with a messy backend and you would like to submit your story or question for our experts, give us a call at 801-810-6726 or visit us at themessybackend.com. Would you like to have either myself or Nate speak at your next event or on your podcast? Visit us at themessybackend.com slash speaking. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast by heading on over to themessybackend.com slash subscribe so that you never miss an episode and check us out on Facebook to see video of our recordings. If you, yep, you, the one listening right now, feel inspired to take our experts' advice and you would like to share what suggestions you used in your business, please let us know about your progress. The key to making this podcast really work is to hear about the results of the suggestions. This allows us to be able to learn not just from one expert's point of view, but from the execution of the suggestions provided. Give us a call at 801-810-6726 or visit The Messy Backend. One of the biggest software issues that online businesses have is their shopping cart. Head on over to themessybackend.com forward slash cart for more details about ThriveCart, the number one cart software that grows your income from existing traffic. Watch the video for how simple this cart solution is at themessybackend.com forward slash cart. Are you ready to put your business on autopilot and actually live your life? At Lock and Load Marketing, we simply offer the best strategies and solutions. We will build it out with you and manage it for you. If it tires you out, hire it out at Lock and Load Marketing. Now on to our expert, Rachel Jenks. Don't miss your seat, folks. Here we go. Welcome, Rachel. We are so excited to have you here today to be talking about knowing our numbers. Thank you so much for having me. This is a topic that I love to chat with entrepreneurs about, and it's one that unfortunately a lot of entrepreneurs don't know much about, so I'm happy to be here. Woohoo! Thanks, Rachel. Also, today we have a messy back-end question submitted by an anonymous listener, probably afraid to own up to this. I have avoided and stayed away from our finances, somehow thinking they would sort themselves out. Deep down, I've known this is a recipe for disaster, but I just don't know where to start. Help. Honestly, though, like 
this person is so not alone. <laughs> oh my goodness. I was yes. just thinking that. I was thinking anonymous, whoever you are out there, you're speaking for so many people that have their own businesses because it's not your wheelhouse. Um, it's not something that you know a lot about. And so what a lot of um, entrepreneurs do, I find, is they go into their online banking every day and they look and make sure that that number's not negative. And then they pat themselves on the back and they're like, all right, good, I'll move on. Like that's the extent of what they want to deal with on their numbers. That's a very, very common situation that I run into with a lot of entrepreneurs. So what suggestions do you have for people to be more comfortable about looking at their numbers? Like where do we start? Um, my biggest suggestion is to do more than looking at the online balance. Cause that's not going to tell you the whole picture because there's checks that you've written or maybe payments that you have scheduled that the bank doesn't know anything about yet. So taking it a step beyond that, and it is actually putting information together for accounting purposes. Um, I use a software called wave that's um, free. Um, you can buy some upgrades like for payroll and different things, but the basic platform is free and you can enter all of your income and your expenses. You can have your bank download the information into the software. I don't like to go that route because you don't have any control over what's coming in and maybe even know what it is, but you enter all of your stuff in there and then you can get a really nice picture every single day or as often as you put the information in on where you are sitting. And so that's a really good place to start is getting that together in some shape or form. So it's more than just the bank balance. So the first step then, which is just to figure out where, what the, where the money is, right. Or where you've been spending it so that you can kind of start making that list. Exactly. And when you take a look at your profit and loss statement or income statement on a software like wave or QuickBooks, you can easily see like how much money you're spending on social media. Cause you categorize things. So you can say, Oh my gosh, I just spent $10,000 on Facebook ads this year. I had no idea I was doing that. And you can decide if you want to back that off a little bit. A lot of my clients come to me and say, I don't make any money and I don't know why. And once we get all the information together and we look at that, then we can see that, yeah, you're spending a lot of money on these Not so items. <laughs> exactly. Or Starbucks, I was going to say was, was going to be the common one, but yeah, they spend money on a lot of things that they don't realize they're spending on. And I'll help my clients even with their personal side of it as well, because that's where a lot of the money just like goes out the door pretty quickly. And so it's really taking a look at what all those expenses are. And I think as we were talking about before we started recording, sometimes people get done at the end of the year and they take their stuff to the accountant and they made a lot more money than they thought. And that's a scary thought because that means there's probably taxes that you're paying that you didn't think about. Plus, where did all that money go? <laughs> Why don't you know that you made $10,000 or $20,000? Like, where did it all go? And when you get those numbers into some software, work with an accountant that can get all that together for you, you know where the stuff is and you know where to put your focus. Yeah. And, you know, having run several businesses myself, I would say, you know, if you're really overwhelmed with getting that set up, having somebody like yourself to sit down and who knows, like, what are the accounts that need to be set up? What the critical ones, how much do you need to be categorizing, subcategorizing, like how much do you want to drill down and track is such a godsend because so many people have all kinds of, you know, bugaboos about money that okay. when it goes to sitting down with the accountant, you probably see this, like they just kind of like you get into this deer in a headlights and you're, uh, right. Just like setting that up for them has got to be huge help. Well, we actually just did, Nate and I just did an episode where we specifically talked about do I need an accountant? Do I need a bookkeeper? What's the difference between the two and when do I get one? So that is definitely something that anybody listening who's worried about, where do I find my numbers? Go listen to that episode. I wish I knew the number right off the top of my head, but I'm not that good. <laughs> <laughs> You're not a numbers nerd. 
Absolutely. And I think that it is scary for people. I've had, I've been doing taxes for clients for years and people bring their shoebox to me because it's a lot easier to just throw that stuff in a box and not deal with it all year than it is to face it. And a lot of times we're scared to see, as I'm sure you can relate to Dana with money mindset, people are afraid to see what the numbers are mm -hmm. and just putting them away and not dealing with it makes it feel like it's just something they don't, um, they don't have to deal with. And so they don't. And yet that often makes it 10 times worse because when it's actually out there, then you can start to put a plan in place to do something with it. Do you actually help people to set up their wave accounts and all, their, all their pieces? I'm like the biggest nerd you've ever found. I take great joy in taking all the people's financial information and uploading into the system and coding it. And like you mentioned, Dana, about the coding it the right way, because there's certain ways, a lot of times people don't track what kind of income. So if you're creating income from courses, from coaching, from um, you know, low-cost offers, categorizing those things separately is going to make it so that at the end of the year, anytime you can go in and look and go, well, gosh, my low-cost offer is making me a ton of money. I need to put more effort in marketing that. Or my one-on-one -on -one coaching is where the, you know, the dollars are coming from. I need to put my effort there. So categorizing everything the right way from the get-go makes it easier to see where you're spending and where you're making money. Plus, when it comes time for taxes, I know when I do clients set up and I also do their taxes, I set it up in the way that I want it for taxes. So then your accountant can grab the numbers without, sometimes I get people's stuff and I've got to, you know, add 50 numbers together because they categorize things so strange. So having it, again, is going to save you money on the tax end if you've got things categorized in a way that goes along with your taxes in a way that you can get some information from it. So it means something. So I you do that. need to know what's coming in as well as what's going out. A lot of people think of um, figuring out their finances as just figuring out what's going out, but you hit the nail on the head when you said categorize every single service that you have. Um, yep. I don't know how many entrepreneurs that I've done um, coaching with or um, consulting with that, you know, I'm like, well, where do you make your most money? Um, I, like I've talked about before, I work with health coach coaches. I'm like, how much did you make on, on oils? How much did you make on the rocks? How much, I don't even know, chakra rocks, right? How much did you make on events? Are you, how much did you make on these things? Then, like you said, you can super hyper focus in on what is actually making you money and just drop the rest of it. And you can, you can double your income just doing that. Yeah. Focus your time where the money's coming in, focus your Facebook ad spend or your, your time on Instagram on the places that is actually bringing in the most money for you. Because otherwise, you know, I work a lot with moms too on time management. Well, if you're focusing your efforts on places that aren't making you money, that's why you're not making money. Yeah. There's like so much valuable information to be had from the, you know, the numbers, the spreadsheets, the reports, like you say, if you're, if you're using wave or, you know, QuickBooks or any of the, you know, online accounting ser services, the, the amount of information that can be gleaned about your business is so valuable. And for those that are really looking to like scale, ramp up all those lovely, you know, keywords, you need to also treat this as a business, run it with the numbers, know what your numbers are, you know, get some help, whether it's like the ticky tacky of how to actually get it together or get some help with the mindset, know those numbers because they are so critical and so valuable. And it is part of part of the running the business. I love this. It is. It's a huge part of running the business. And I know just coming from an accounting background, I didn't realize when I got into the whole entrepreneurial space, how little people paid attention to them. And it was like, I didn't realize how much education is necessary to tell people you need to pay attention to this stuff. Because if you're not, you're going to, there's gonna be a big surprise at the end of the year in your taxes, or you are going to run out of money, or you're never going to make any, um, any real income. So it's really yeah. important to pay attention. 
Well, and I think you hit it too. Again, like you're like, get out the hammer, Rachel, because entrepreneurs specifically, I know like Nate and I, we've talked about this before. Like we just want to do the thing we're passionate about. And a lot of entrepreneurs, especially online entrepreneurs, because it's so easy to start an online business, we go in it with the intention of like with Nate doing photography or doing videography, or, you know, we, we both do speaking. That's what, that's our intention. And the other stuff, the messy stuff in the back end, we don't want to have to deal with. We want to do what we're passionate about. And that's one of the reasons why it gets set aside until, like you said, especially in your first year. But I would say it's a huge chunk of why a lot of businesses fail within the first, you know, what do they say? The first three, five, 10 year mark. So those are the marks. And, and if you look at that, it might be because of your numbers because you're overspending or you're spending in the wrong places too. Absolutely. And I just saw a post recently um, in a Facebook group, someone saying, oh, I think my business has gotten big enough that I um, need to move on from using a spreadsheet to look at, keep track of my expenses and income. And I thought, oh my gosh, start from the very beginning of your business, <laughs> because it's a lot easier when you start from the beginning that you don't have all this information to upload, but then you know from the beginning where you're at rather than the spreadsheet that doesn't really give you the whole picture of, yeah, you, at least you're kind of keeping track of things, but it doesn't give you the whole picture. And then just to kind of comment on your, you know, the back end part that you don't want to deal with. I am not creative. I am terrible at creating images. And I decided at the beginning of my business, I was not going to do that. And so that's what I hire out for somebody. And then I do, I do my own bookkeeping because it's fun. Um, but that's where I, that's my zone of genius. And so that's where I tend to focus where the, those images, just not my thing. I send those out. Yeah, that's awesome. That was actually the, the in our bookkeeping um, podcast that we did or accounting or whatever, the final at the end, like, do I need one or not actually came down to do what you like doing best and hire out the rest. I mean, lock and load marketing's tagline is if it tires you out, hire it out. And I would guarantee you that most entrepreneurs would rather hire it. Let Rachel deal with those numbers. I mean, yeah, like I, I can't even add two plus two. Nate will tell you. I whip out my calculator for that. So um, Rachel, you are awesome. This was a really important topic that I hope um, everyone's really listening to. And first thing, just go out there and write them all down and then call Rachel. Yeah. I <laughs> love it. Call her first. <laughs> oh, Rachel, you're awesome. Thank you so much for joining us today. People ask us all the time how they can get their podcast up and running. What we tell them. Work with our podcast managers at The Messy Backend, and then check out the platform we use for everything else, podserve.fm. They do all the hard work to get you published on many of the major podcast networks, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many others. After that, they help promote it and make sure it's seen by thousands. Check out their easy four-step process at podserve.fm forward slash messy. Come conquer life's challenges with laughter with our very own Nate Tucker. You can find him on Facebook or Instagram at Nathan Allen Media. Funny guy, photographer, digital marketer, entrepreneur, philanthropist, animal lover, and most importantly, pizza connoisseur. Thank you to our advertisers, podserve.fm, who can help you get your podcast hosted and published. Visit them at podserve.fm slash message. And thank you to Thrivecart, the only shopping cart your business will ever need. Visit them at themessybackend.com forward slash cart. Last but not least, the biggest thank you to our team. We couldn't do it without you. To my co-host, Nate Tucker, and our production managers and crew. You can find out more about our amazing team at themessybackend.com slash team. Not only that, but our team is ready to help you start and build your podcast today. 
Visit us at themessybackend.com slash team for details. Woo, well, that's all we have for today's episode of The, 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 the Messy Backend. Join us again next week as our experts share more customized business advice and tips about all the messy stuff that goes on in the back end of entrepreneurship. Remember, you are not alone. Every business has a messy back end that needs a little attention.